Miketz at the end of Genesis 41. And two years after, Pharaoh also dreamed, and behold, he stood by a river. And lo, there came out of the river seven goodly kine, and fat fleshed, and they fed in a meadow. And lo, seven other kine came up after them out of the river, evil-favored and lean-fleshed, and stood by the other kine upon the brink of the river. And the evil-favored and the lean-fleshed kine did eat up the seven well-favored and fat kine. So Pharaoh awoke. Again he slept and dreamt a second time. And behold, seven ears of corn grew upon one stalk, rank and goodly. And lo, seven thin ears and blasted with the east wind sprang up after them. And the thin ears devoured the seven rank and full ears. Then Pharaoh awaked, and lo, it was a dream. Now when the morning came, his spirit was troubled. Therefore he sent and called all the soothsayers of Egypt, and all the wise men thereof. And the Pharaoh told them his dreams, but none could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I call to mind my faults this day. Pharaoh, being angry with his servants, put me in ward in the chief steward's house, both me and the chief baker. Then we dreamed a dream in one night, both I and he. We dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was with us a young man, an Hebrew, servant with the chief steward, whom, when we told, he declared our dreams to us. To every one he declared according to his dream. And as he declared unto us, so it came to pass, for he restored me to mine office, and hanged him. Then sent Pharaoh, and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of prison, and he shaved him, and changed his raiment, and he came to Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and no man can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee that thou hast, when thou heardst a dream, thou canst interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, Without me, God shall answer for the wealth of Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood by the bank of a river. And lo, there came out of the river seven fat-fleshed and well-favored kine, and they fed in the meadow. Also, lo, seven other kine came up after them, poor and very evil-favored kine, and lean-fleshed. I never saw the like in all the land of Egypt, for ill-favored. And the lean and evil-favored kind did eat up the first seven fat kind. When they had eaten them up, it could not be known that they had eaten them, for they were still as evil-favored as they were at the beginning. So did I awake. Moreover, I saw in my dream, and behold, seven ears sprang up out of one stalk, full and fair. And lo, seven ears withered, thin, and blasted with the east wind sprang up after them, and the thin ears devoured the seven good ears. Now I have told the soothsayers, and none can declare it unto me. Then Joseph answered Pharaoh, Both Pharaoh's dreams are one. God hath showed Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good kind are seven years, and seven good ears are seven years. This is one dream. Likewise the seven thin and evil favored kind that came out after them are seven years and the seven empty years blasted with the east wind are seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have said unto Pharaoh, that God hath showed unto Pharaoh what he is about to do. Behold, there come seven years of great plenty in all the land of Egypt. Again there shall arise after them seven years of famine, 
so that all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine shall consume the land. Neither shall the plenty be known in the land by reason of this famine that shall come after, for it shall be exceeding great. And therefore the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh the second time, because the thing is established by God, and God hasteth to perform it. Now therefore let Pharaoh provide for a man of understanding and wisdom, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh make and appoint officers over the land, and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years. Also let them gather all the food of these good years that come, and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh for food in the cities, and let them keep it. So the food shall be for the provision of the land against the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the land perish not by famine. And the saying pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. Then said Pharaoh unto his servants, Can we find such a man as this, whom, in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, For as much as God hath showed thee all this, there is no man of understanding or wisdom like unto thee. Thou shalt be over mine house, and at thy word shall all the pe my people be armed. Only in the king's throne will I be above thee. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand, and arrayed him in garments of fine linen, and put a golden chain about his neck. So he sat him at the best chariot that he had, save one, and they cried before him, Abraik, and pl placed him over all the land of Egypt. Again Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh. Without thee shall no man lift up his hand or his foot in the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zephnath-Paneh, and he gave him to wife Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, prince of On. Then went Joseph abroad in the land of Egypt. And Joseph was thirty years old when he stood before the Pharaoh king of Egypt. And Joseph, departing from the presence of Pharaoh, went throughout all the land of Egypt. And in seven plenteous years the earth brought forth store. And he gathered up all the food of the seven plenteous years, which were in the land of Egypt, and laid up the food in the cities, the food in the field that was round about every city, laid he up the same. So Joseph gathered wheat, like unto the sand of the sea, in multitude without measure, until he left numbering, for it was without number. Now unto Joseph were born two sons, before the year of the famine came which Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, prince of On, bare unto him. And Joseph called the name of his firstborn Manasseh, for he said, For God, said he, hath made me forget all my labor and all my father's household. Also he called the name of the second Ephraim, for God, said he, hath made me for fruitful in the land of my affliction. So the seven years of plenty that was in the land of Egypt were ended. Then began the seven years of famine to come, according as Joseph had said. And the famine was in all lands, but all the land of Egypt had bread. At the length, all the land of Egypt was famished, and the people cried unto Pharaoh for bread. Pharaoh said unto the Egyptians, Go to Joseph, what he saith to you, do ye. When the famine was upon all the land, Joseph opened all places wherein the store was, and sold unto the Egyptians for the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. 
and all countries came to Egypt to buy corn of Joseph, because the famine was sore in all lands. Genesis chapter 42 Then Jacob saw that there was food in Egypt, and Jacob said unto his sons, Why gaze ye upon one another? He said, Behold, I have heard that there is food in Egypt. Get you down thither, and buy us food thence, that we may live and not die. So went Joseph's ten brethren down to buy corn of the Egyptians. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, would not Jacob send with his brethren, for he said, Lest death should befall him. And the sons of Israel came to buy food among them that came, for there was famine in the land of Canaan. Now Joseph was governor of the land, who sold all the people of the land. Then Joseph's brethren came and bowed their faces to the ground before him. When Joseph saw his brethren, he knew them, and made himself strange toward them, and spake to them roughly, and said unto them, Whence come ye, who answered, Out of the land of Canaan, to buy victuals? Now Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew him not. Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and he said to them, Ye are spies, and are come to see the weakness of the land. But they said unto him, Nay, my lord, but to buy victuals thy servants came. We are all one man's sons, we mean truly, and thy servants are no spies. But he said to them, Nay, but you are come to see the weakness of the land. And they said, We, thy servants, are twelve brethren, sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. And again Joseph said unto them, This is it that I spake unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved. By the life of Pharaoh you shall not go hence, except your youngest brother come hither. Send one of you, which may fetch your brother, and ye shall be kept in prison, that by your words ye may be proved, whether there be truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh ye are but spies. So he put them in ward three days. Then Joseph said unto them the third day, This do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, that one of your brethren be bound in the prison house, and go ye carry food for the famine of your houses. But bring your younger brother unto me, that your words may be tried, and that ye die not. And they did so. They said to one another, We have verily sinned against our brother, and that we saw the anguish of his soul when he besought us, and we would not hear him. Therefore is this trouble come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Warned I not you, saying, Sin not against the child, and ye would not hear, and lo, his blood is now required. They were not aware that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. Then he turned from them and wept, and turned to them again, and communed with them, and took Simeon from among them, and bound him before their eyes. So Joseph commanded that they should fill their sacks with wheat, and put every man's money against his in his sack and give them victuals for the journey. And thus he did unto them. And they laid their victuals upon their asses, and departed thence. And as one of them opened his sack, for to give his ass provender at the inn, he espied his money, for lo, it was in his sack's mouth. Then he said unto his brethren, My money is restored, for lo, it is even in my sack. And their heart failed them, and they were astonished, and said to one another, What is this that God hath done unto us? And they came unto Jacob their father unto the land of Canaan, 
and told him all that had befallen them, saying, The man who is lord of all the land spake roughly to us and put us in prison as spies of the country. And we said unto him, We are true men and are no spies. We be twelve brethren, sons of one father, who is not, and one who is not, and the youngest is this day with our father in the land of Canaan. Then the Lord of the country said unto us, Hereby shall I know if ye be true men. Leave one of your brethren with me, and take the food for the famine to your houses, and depart. And bring your youngest brother unto me, that I may know that ye are no spies, but true men. So will I deliver you, your brother, and ye shall occupy in the land. And as they emptied their sacks, behold, every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when they and their father saw the bundles of their money, they were afraid. Then Jacob their father said to them, Ye have robbed me of my children. Joseph is not, and Simeon is not. And ye will take Benjamin? All these things are against me. Then Reuben answered his father, saying, Slay my two sons, if I bring him not to thee again. Deliver him to mine hand, and I will bring him to thee again. But he said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is left alone. If death come to him by the way which ye go, then ye shall bring my gray head with sorrow unto the grave. Genesis 43 Now great famine was in the land, and when they had eaten up the victuals which they had brought from Egypt, their father said unto them, Turn again and buy us a little food. And Judah answered him, saying, the man charged us by an oath, saying, Never see my face, except your brother be with you. If thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy the food. But if thou wilt not send him, we will go not down. For the man said to us, Look not, look me not in the face, except your brother be with you. And Israel said, Wherefore dealt ye so evil with me, as to tell the man whether ye had a brother or no? And they answered, The man asked straightway of ourselves and of our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have you any brother? And we told him according to these words, Could we know certainly that he would say, Bring your brother down? Then said Judah to Israel his father, Send the boy with me, that we may rise and go, and that we may live and not die, both we and thou and our children. I will be a surety for him. Mine hand shalt thou require of him. If I bring him not to thee and set him before thee, then let me bear the blame forever. For except we had made this tarrying, doubtless by this time we had returned the second time. Then their father Israel said unto them, If it must needs be so, now do thus. Take of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and bring the man a present a little rosin, a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds, and take double money in your hand, and the money that was brought again in your sacks, mouths, carry it again in your hand, lest it were some oversight. Take also your brother and arise, and go again to the man. And God Almighty give you mercy in the sight of that man, that he might deliver you and your brother and Benjamin, but I shall be robbed of my child, as I have been. Thus the men took this present, and took twice so much money in their hand with Benjamin, 
and rose up and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. And when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to his steward, Bring these men home and kill me and make ready, for the men shall eat with me at noon. And the men did as Joseph bade and brought the men into Joseph's house. When the men were brought into Joseph's house, they were afraid and said, Because of the money that came in our sacks' mouths at the first time, are we brought that he may pick a quarrel against us and lay something to our charge and bring us in bondage and our asses. Therefore came they to Joseph's steward and communed with him at the door of the house and said, O sir, we came indeed down hither at the first time to buy food. And as we came to an inn and opened our sacks, behold, every man's money was in the sack, sack's mouth, even our money in full weight, but we have brought it in our hands. Also other money have we brought in our hands to buy food, but we cannot tell who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be to you, fear not. Your God and the God of your father hath given you that treasure in your sacks. I had your money. And he brought forth Simeon to them. So the man led them into Joseph's house and gave them water to wash their feet and gave their asses provender. And they made ready their present against Joseph came at noon, for they heard say that they should eat bread there. When Joseph came home, they were brought the present into the house to him, which was in their hands, and bowed down to the ground before him. And he asked them of their prosperity, and said, Is your father, the old man, of whom you told me, in good health, is he yet alive? Who answered, Thy servant our father is in good health, he is yet alive. And they bowed down and made obeisance. And he lifted up his eyes and beheld his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother of whom you told me? And he said, God be merciful unto thee, my son. And Joseph made haste, for his affliction was inflamed towards his brother, and sought where to weep, and entered into his chamber and wept there. Afterward he washed his face and came out, and refrained himself, and said, Set on meat. And they prepared for him by himself, for them by themselves, and for the Egyptians which did eat with him by themselves, because the Egyptians might not eat bread with Hebrews, for that was an abomination unto the Egyptians. So they sat before him, the eldest according unto his age, the youngest according to his youth, and the men marveled among themselves. And they took meats from before him and sent to them. But Benjamin's meat was five times so much as any of theirs. And they drank and had the best drink with him. Genesis chapter 44 Afterward he commanded his steward, saying, Fill the man's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put every man's money in his sack's mouth, and put my cup, I mean the silver cup in the sack's mouth of the youngest, and his corn money. And he did according to the commandment that Joseph gave him. And in the morning the men were sent away, they and their asses. And when they went up out of the city, not far off, Joseph said to his steward, Up, follow after the men, and when thou dost overtake them, say unto them, Wherefore have ye rewarded evil for good? Is not the cup wherein my Lord drinketh, and in which he doth divine and prophesy, ye have done evil in so doing. 
And when he overtook them, he said these words unto them. And they answered him, Wherefore saith my Lord such words? God forbid that the, thy servants should do such a thing. Behold the money which we found in our sacks' mouths, we brought again unto thee out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal out of the Lord's house silver or gold? With whomsoever of thy servants it be found, let him die, and we will also be thy Lord's bondsmen. And he said, Now let it be according unto your words. He with whom it is found shall be my servant, and ye shall be blameless. Then at once every man took down his sack to the ground, and everyone opened his sack. And he searched and began at the eldest, and left at the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they rent their clothes, and laded every man his ass, and went again unto the city. So Judah and his brethren came to Joseph's house, for he was yet there, and they fell before him on the ground. Then Joseph said unto them, What act is this which ye have done? Know ye not that such a man as I can divine and prophesy? Then said Judah, What shall we say unto my Lord? What shall we speak? How can we justify ourselves? God hath found out the wickedness of thy servants. Behold, we are servants to my Lord, both we and he, with whom the cup is found. But he answered, God forbid that I should do so. But the man with whom the cup is found, he shall be my servant. And go ye in peace unto your father. Then Judah drew near unto him and said, O my Lord, let thy servant now speak a word in my Lord's ears, and let not the wrath be kindled against thy servant, for thou art even as Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have ye a father or a brother? And we answered, My Lord, We have a father that is old, and a young child, which he begot in his age. And his brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother. And his father loveth him. Now thou saidst unto thy servants, Bring him unto me, that I may set my eyes upon him. And we answered, My Lord, The child cannot depart from his father, for if he leave his father, his father would die. Then saidst thou unto thy servants, Except your younger brother come down with you, look ye no more at my face. So when we came unto thy servant, our father, and showed him what my Lord saith, and our father saith unto us, Go again, buy us a little food. Then we answered, We cannot go down, but if our youngest brother go with us, then we will go down, for we may not see the man's face, except our youngest brother be with us. Then thy servant, my father, said unto us, Know ye that my wife bare me two sons? And the one went out from me, and I said, Of a surety his torn in pieces, and I saw him not since. Now ye take this also away from me. If death take him, then ye shall bring my gray head in sorrow to the grave. Now therefore, when I come to thy servant, my father, and the child be not with us, seeing that his life depended on the child's life, then when he shall see that the child is not come, he will die. So shall thy servants bring down the gray head of thy servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. Doubtless thy servant came surety for the child to my father, and if I bring him not to thee again, then I will bear the blame unto my father forever. Now therefore I pray thee, let me thy servant abide for the child as a servant to my Lord, and let the child go up with his brethren. For how can I go up to my father if the child be not with me, unless I would see the evil that shall come upon my father?'